and welcome to another episode of the Beer League. And guess what? This is a Beer League 2.0. Why is it a Beer League 2.0? Because we are already drunk. Flyers celebrating a big win, game two over the Islanders. And Ryan, I'm going to throw it over to you because me, I've been begging for beers to drink for about the last three hours. <laughs> I thought it and was. And I have been denied. I've been because tuberculosis is leading 4-1. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Tuberculitis. Yes. <laughs> a new disease. You heard it here, folks. Much you more dangerous. Not I tried corona. tuberculosis, but they didn't like that. Much more dangerous than tuberculosis, but tuberculitis is upon us. My friends, I'm sorry. I did not mean to scare you right off the bat, but it is upon us. Tuberculitis is a thing, and it is a thing in Christian's mind, which means it's a thing in the world. So However, I have an iced coffee. Jesus Christ, he's been talking that forever. That is very, very good. So, Ryan, you are the man oh, I'm on still the beer here. league, and I'd like to let you take us through what's going on because <laughs> I have no idea and I've been talking aimlessly for a little bit now. He so. started He started so strong with the intro, like, welcome back to another episode of the Beer League. It's Beer League. Like, that whole shtick was so good. He sounded semi-sober. Fitz, I don't remember and introducing then, you. And then the train <laughs> just went completely off the rails. Correct, because you're on the wrong tracks. I said Ryan. Ryan, how do you feel? Well... <laughs> I felt a lot better before you talked for a minute. <laughs> you talked in one big circle, too. We I don't have headphones to hear myself, so I'm just speaking <laughs> blind. Somebody, All right. somebody play the uh, J. Bome- Beer Meester. <laughs> J. Mobeester. J. Mobeester. Yeah, one of the most respectable right people right, everybody in the shut league. The hell up. We got something to actually do here tonight. So we're back on a beer league. But, Excuse me, Christ Almighty! Are we doing crime and punishment? <laughs> Brian deserves some crime and punishment after that. I deserve the punishment, <laughs> but I don't think I committed the crime. Um, this is uh, an episode that we've been trying to do for three weeks now, but nothing has been working out because you know there's hockey to do. So we've been doing that hockey. Uh, this is our let's do the hockey. This is our quote unquote vacation episode. Uh, we were on vacation. Well, some of us were on vacation. Fitz uh, is always on vacation because he doesn't wear headphones, and uh, this is the first time I'm not wearing headphones, and this shit sucks. All right. Uh, <clears throat> some of us were on vacation a couple weeks ago in Wildwood. By some of us, I mean Christian and myself. And we we visited a brewery down there in Wildwood. Um, Mudhen. Mudhen Brewing. It's right on Rio Grande Ave, so kind of like dead center of that fucking main road in and is out of Wildwood. Is it in Wildwood? Is it kind of like out like on 47 kind no, of thing? No, in it's Wildwood. in Wildwood, right in the Got heart. You. Yeah, they, like, ha- they have a whole restaurant attached to it. Um, I've driven past a few times. I've never big. actually gone in. It looks like a really nice place from the outside. Um, can you guys tell us about what it was like on the inside? Um, we I had to wait too much 10 minutes to like get a crowler, so that's a compliment. <laughs> it really? was busy. It was very busy. And the first night we went, or you weren't there the first night because you were still driving down. Christine had work, so you guys were a little later. The first night we went down or went in there was... Wednesday night, Thursday night, whatever the Wednesday fuck, night. whatever that night you guys came down was. I don't know my days of the week anymore. But even then, it was busy Did as you originally? No. Fair. Um, it I mean, was... pre-tuberculitis, he might have. <laughs> <laughs> um, the si- they, so they have seating along... This is the worst. <laughs> they have seating along the sidewalk on the uh, outer edge. They have seating inside that obviously is not being used because of the fucking coronavirus. 
But, you know, we're not allowed to talk about that or we'll get demonetized. That's why we're going <laughs> to just start calling it tuberculitis. Tuberculitis. Coronavirus. fair. I want all the support for tuberculitis to, like, get a cure and stop it. And, by the um, way, Christian wants all the smoke. <laughs> <coughs> but attached to the inside, they have a semi-outdoors kind of thing. It's, a like, a patio. And the whole fucking side wall of the building opens up, which is insane because it's a big wall. Isn't it like a garage door? Like it's, it's like a, a whole wall, like very nice. That's awesome. Very large, um, but it's 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 a super nice place. I can't wait to go back when things are fucking normal and we can sit inside and drink some good. So beer. I'm looking across the table, and it kind of looks like a hen broke into Hogwarts. Well, it just is a hen throwing it out there. It's it's a mud hen for the crowler. We have one crowler sitting on the table. So Christian and I drank. Three, four, five, four, ten, four crawlers. So, um, we drank a couple when we were we down had there. Help. The but idea not was much. to record an episode while we were down there with a couple of our friends who were on vacation with us. But they couldn't do it without me. We couldn't do it because of Brian. But you know, what are you gonna do? So Christian has some notes. My notes are not here because this was kind of impromptu. But what are you gonna do? So Christian, you want to tell us the first beer that we drank? The Fruity Patootie Strawberry. That's right. It's the Fruity Patootie. So this is this was a style of beer, please, Christian. It's a Blondale. It's a Blondale. That I'm was really upset. That sounds like it's right up my alley. It was a Blondale that was infused with uh, strawberry... Patootie. Uh, what's that fucking word I'm looking Definitely for? Definitely patootie. Strawberry... Yes. Um, Remulade. Jam. No, 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 no. Puree. That's the word I'm looking for. It was a strawberry puree in the brew. Like, I thought it was going to be in Strawberry the... puree patootie. Got I thought it was going them, to be in the beer. It has my highest icky encore. Oh, the icky? Okay, let's, so, let's go to the ratings right away, because obviously we don't have this here. We can't so, drink it, so... While Christian is talking about that, I'm going to crack this one so we can pour it so you guys can kind of see what's coming before I tell you what it is. I enjoy that on the... Apparently side of this the can, crawler is coming. It is sharpied in the beer when it was crack, when it was bottled or crawlered, and uh, you know what is going on with it. So that's like kind of awesome. This is the one a... I got fresh off a of draft, like right there, right? Yep. Yeah. So, Christian, your notes <coughs> on the patootie fruitie, <laughs> the fruity patootie. That's yours. There, we're not using the glass right now. I mean, you could pour it into the glass. Anyway, notes um, on the so fruity patootie. Fruity patootie. <clears throat> uh, it's from Medhan. It's a blonde ale. We had it out of a crowler. It's 5.2%. That's the, the technical part. Nuts and bolts, as I like um, to call them. It was sweet, fruity, really easy to go down. Um, I have a fruity plus plus. If you've done any programming, you mean you know that means, like, fruity and the next. <laughs> Um, it was a little yeasty, but overall, I consider it kind of like a fruity. Um, that's kind of like a really fruity lambic. Uh, I gave it an icky of seven and a core of four point oh. That's a and fairly I think strong that, brew right uh, there. Yeah. And I think that just for the purposes of this episode, we should redefine the icky. <laughs> I think it's worth explaining. So we had uh, with us in in Wildwood, we had our friends Ethan and Elijah with us. Um, little shout out to those guys because they drank with us and had a good time. Ethan, Elijah, we love you. But uh, Ethan, or not Ethan, Elijah is essentially uh, AJ. Does not like beer. 
Yeah, he's a big cider guy. <clears throat> he's a big cider guy, just like AJ. Does not like beer. He enjoyed this one. He came a little later. We were like, we had one taster left specifically out for him, and he liked it. Jim liked it. Jim, I don't know if you got you might have met him maybe at one point. Absolutely. But uh, that's Meg's Meg's sister's boyfriend. Oh yes, I did. <clears throat> Jim. Uh, Jim also enjoyed it. He did not like any of the other ones we drank <laughs> because Jim is a child and doesn't enjoy that much beer. But um, Jim is a child. <clears throat> it was Let worth that be on the record. It was worth noting that uh, Elijah is basically the vacation version of AJ. He was drinking beer that he didn't want to drink and enjoyed this one. So um, it does have a very strong icky. I think I gave it around the same, about a six and a half, seven, somewhere in there. I don't remember my core rating, but I can look at our untapped and and look at the. Uh, <clears throat> combined rating that I gave it for everyone who was there at the moment. The thing I'll say about Eli is he's kind of like AJ, except he will drink anything put in front of him. That's true. That as is, long as it has true. an ABV at all, Elijah <laughs> will drink it. I'm not even sure if that matters. So I think I gave it a six and a half because the, the icky we gave it was a 6.75. So I would assume that the icky was us two combined. Because those two don't know what the hell icky is, um, it did get a four four out of five on the core rating though. So it was it was a strong it was very strong. It had a strong showing. What we wanted. So <clears throat> that was one of them that we drank down there. Let's get into the one that we brought back with us. We were going to save a couple more, but we got really excited about drinking beer. So you know, it what looks can I say? very exciting. It also looks like I'm going to be whisked away to Hogwarts. <laughs> this is about the seventh time Brian said the word <laughs> Hogwarts. Hogwarts, eight. So, Christian, this was, was your pick. 30, uh, 63 and three-eighths or something? Nine and three-quarters. Oh, okay. I can't stand that. I don't know the numbers. 63 and three-eighths. <laughs> yeah, where the fuck did you get that from? <laughs> 63 that, that's and three-eighths. I went to wizarding cry. school, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's like Harry Potter running three dorms and was trying to figure <laughs> out what kind of carpet to get. Instead of Hogwarts, Christian actually attended Pig Pimples School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. <laughs> the actual school. What oh, kind of carpets do you want, sir? I can neither confirm nor deny that I exist. <laughs> well, we can deny it. So anyway, let's move on to this beer that's in front of us because we have to drink it. So this was Christian's pick out of all of the you beers on You can definitely sound like way less I don't even excited. remember what you I sound picked. Super well, that's why that. I have the website in front of me. Out of all the beers on tap, Christian picked this one. This is the Baker's Double. IPA. So it's a double IPA. It's a dipper. Um, so this is by Mudhen Brewery, and it is the yes, it, Baker's it's, Double. It's still, the, it's, yeah. Mm, it's I'm the Baker's Dipper. I like what I'm seeing on the TV, too. Um, there was a goal and a fight that just happened in the same sequence. Simultaneously. So this one uh, comes in at 8.7 or 8.5% 8. IPA. It comes in an 89 on the IBU. So that's the one thing I know I left in my notes that I really appreciate the fact that they put the IBUs on the can so you know what the fuck is coming. Yes, I so. appreciate that too because too many IBUs and I'm out. <laughs> and I think that that's... As AJ would say, the international bleh unit. Correct. So let's, let's taste this guy, Brian. Give a little shot. It's about right where I expect a double IPA to be. <clears throat> that's fucking tasty. It's good. It's very good. Yeah, I don't, I, even, I don't <clears throat> even like IPAs, and that's delicious. Double IPAs always just just do it better for me. So yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm a little bit confused. So 
what exactly is the double part in the double IPA? It's a double, like they hop it twice, right? They add hops at two different points. That's yeah, but the double. There's a there's so double IPA is different than like a double dry hop or it's it's a very intricate process. Did you just sneeze silently? I attempted to, yeah. God bless you, Jesus Christ. Well, way to be exposed, Fitz. <laughs> um, what the hell was I saying? You said you the saying double, double IPA, IPA is a very specific process for brewing. Yeah. So there's there's all kinds of doubles when it comes to hopping and a million fucking things. Um, but yeah, it's it's double hopped in the initial fermentation process or in the initial brewing process I guess I should say when they first boil it it's double hopped then as opposed to double dry hopping dry hopping is done ex post facto during the later stages of fermentation if that makes any sense so a lot of times where I have a double or a regular IPA I expect like a little bit of a bite at the end regardless of if it's like a citrus IPA or if it has like a little bit of more like you know, an outwardly fruity taste or something along those lines. Um, I felt like that had like a, a little bit of a citrus, you know, it, it citrus came through it, but I feel like when it came down, I don't think that it like lasted on your tongue. I feel like it like had like a nice little like, hey, I'm here, mm -hmm. I'm a double IPA, <clears throat> and then faded right away, which I thought I was really nice and I really appreciate it. The other benefit to double IPAs specifically ones that are double IPAs, not, like I said, not double dry hop or whatever, is that because it's during the initial boiling process of hopping, they also usually double or triple the amount of malt and other ingredients that go into it. So it creates a deeper, <clears throat> more flavorful, typically higher alcohol volume beer. So it, it, makes, it makes a, I don't want to say better, because that's, opinionated obviously but it's a little, a little more complex but it's a it's there you go that's a good word for it it's a more complex beer than your standard ipa or even a double dry hop like i said which <clears throat> those hops are done later and they don't add as much <clears throat> depth and value to the beer as opposed to this so Chris. i've typically avoided double ipas because i'm not really an ipa drinker to begin with i much like aj i'm not about the international bleh units <laughs> um but this is actually very reminiscent of a beer that i was drinking last night so um one of my boys brought over a 12 pack of uh lord hobo beers mm -hmm. and i had the lord hobo boom sauce mm -hmm. they come in about the same on the bitterness they come in about the same on the floralness and i i really think that brian had a good word for it when he used complexity mm -hmm. because Compared to a normal IPA, which is just very hops forward and very bitter, there are a lot more notes in this. Yeah. It is built and it is layered. Um, and I actually think I might like double IPAs. Like, so this is something that I think that I would seek out and actually try again. Um, I think it's worth noting that me being anti-IPA, you know me. I don't like IPAs. I'm not about that super bitter, super hoppy shit. I drink double IPAs more than I will drink a regular IPA. So I think that's worth noting that you say you avoid IPAs almost in the same way that I do. Doubles are in their own world, essentially, because so, of that complexity and all the extra flavor that they have. So at the risk of oversimplifying, <laughs> Ryan, what you are saying is that you're not a big IPA guy, 
but double IPAs kind of fit more in your genre. Mm-hmm. And then fits, uh, I don't want to like Same. speak for you, Ditto. but yes, yeah. that's what I was Twinning. getting at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, twin powers we, activate. we talked about it in the first episode. One of my favorite beers that I ever had that I didn't expect to like was that Evil Genius Hanshot first. Because it was a double IPA and it was fucking brilliant. Like, one of the better beers that I've ever had, so. So, I want to pose a question to Ryan Fitz. <clears throat> um, do you feel that this double IPA is piney? And I'm doing air quotes. It's slightly piney, but not, like, nothing compared to what uh, I've had. Would in, you say in... it's more hoppy or more piney? Let me, let me take another sip before I can actually judge. That is a difficult question because a lot of times those two terms are swapped out for each other. So I guess I would it, it would be more it, hoppy than piney in my opinion. It definitely has like a piney smell. Okay, it like do it, doing the sniff test. Hold yeah. on, let me let me go for the taste. Almost like that Christmas tree smell, but not green. Christmas tree smells piney and green. This smells piney and almost sweet. Yeah, I would say, uh, like, on the tongue, it doesn't really have a pininess. I would say more hoppy. But on the <laughs> exhale, I would say it's the reverse. Yeah, but about both of you would probably say this is not very citrusy. No, no. That I would say this is very low on the citrusy. Yeah, and what's funny is as soon as you said, uh, not on the tongue, and my brain went to the office, on the afterbirth. <laughs> nice. Nice. So that's typically my opinion of double IPAs, is that they're that they're more hoppy or piney. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised with this one because usually they're more hoppy, and I don't like that as much. I like the piney, but I'm actually kind of surprised that this is piney enough for me, and that both of you like it because. I feel like Ryan in particular does not like the Christmas tree in his mouth. <laughs> as long as you don't bring back old engine oil, I think we are all okay. <laughs> all right. Um, Man, if they have a piney old engine oil, I'm Jesus gonna, Christ, I'm going to go I'm throw up now. Up Continue ass. without me. So we're going to take was redundant. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back for some more talk about Mud Hen. We've got a couple more beers that we drank before the boys got to, to have some. And then we'll give our ratings for this one and kind of wrap this guy up. It's a little short vacation episode. Wrap it, wrap so. it, wrap it up. Hockey. 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 It's the Pigeon Coop. It's a podcast about hockey. 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 <laughs> All right, so we're back from commercial. Christian, what's the next beer that we drank while we are down there while we're still enjoying this very large crowler of this double IPA? Holly Beach Wheat. So I'm assuming it's a wheat ale. Probably tastes a little beachy. Uh, so we had it from a crowler from Mud Hen that we can all agree on. <laughs> I think we both agreed that it was a little uh, hoppy slash hempy. I worded it. Did you guys play hopscotch? Th- this is where it breaks down. I gave it an icky and a core of one because it tasted like skunkweed to me. Hmm. Like I think skunkweed tastes, having only smelled it. I have so much opinion after not tasting it, so I'm going to refer to Ryan. <laughs> so let's move into uh, back into the the things that I have We're going on here. Pittsburgh skunkweed, not Philly or Anything Albuquerque. Anything in Pittsburgh sucks. So this this is a, wi- a wheat beer slash a wit beer. This is how it's categorized on here. Uh, it got a, it got a full core score of two and a half. 
So, so you clearly right in that it. fucking middle of the road kind of deal. It has absolutely zero information in the review column, um, but I do I do remember it being very weedy, very weedy. Green, uh, green is a fair term for that. Um, <clears throat> it's not it's not a style of beer that I usually feel this way about, but it was, you know, kind of kind of that. <laughs> It was it was not fantastic, but it's not terrible. <clears throat> There's not much more that I can really say about it. It did it did like Christian said. It kind of had this strange, almost tempy kind of feel to it. So that was one that I don't know how the table would have reacted had we brought it back. Which it's probably for the best that we just um, drank it all. It probably would have reacted better because I would have had more alcohol in my system, which <laughs> would have been much better for me, but much worse for the podcast. So. You have had enough to drink. Um, so I think that's just going to throw it out there. Taste. So, Ethan only I think got to taste that. So more beer. End. Bad for yeah. Brian. Good for podcasts. Brian. Moving you on continue. to the last mud hen beer that we had, and then like I said, we'll wrap this guy up by doing some. Ratings for this. I hope you guys have taken some notes. I know Brian isn't because, you know, because he's I'm got no drunk, focus. All right, Ryan, just fucking say it. <laughs> so the last one we had was the Whimsy. It was a farmhouse style ale, which uh, for those of you who have never had a farmhouse style ale, sometimes it tastes like farm animals. This, this had, uh, I don't remember the exact flavor profile they were going for, but maybe I can find it. But I know that it had elderflower. That was the one that we kind of agreed that this one clocks in at four. No, not four and a half. Six point three percent. I'm reading the wrong fucking notes. Six point three percent. It was a farmhouse, like I said, infused with elderflower. On what scale? So six point three percent alcohol. Oh, sorry. I thought you said it came in at a like that. Sounded like very judgment. No. So, uh, yeah, it was 6.3%. It had <clears throat> elderflower and hops. That was kind of all we determined. There was elderflower in it and then some kind of hoppiness. If I hadn't just had a bottle of elderflower gin before that, I probably would have appreciated it more. <laughs> we did drink a considerable amount of that elderflower gin. Like, Thanks for making me drink before the Flyers game, guys. Really appreciate it. So, You're welcome. Christian, you rated this guy at a two on the icky and a one and a half on the core rating. I see here that the core rating was two and a half, so that means I thought a little more highly of it than you did. Um, not surprised, because I'm a fan of the lighter kind of, excuse me, weedish type beers like that. Hoppy beers, yeah. No, I wouldn't say hoppy, but like almost wheat beers. Heineken? No, definitely not Heineken. <laughs> I despise Heineken. But yeah, that's kind of where we came in with that. Um, <clears throat> most of the things that we had were very kind of right there in that middle-of-the-road rating type thing, um, except for that Fruity Patootie. That kind of, like, crushed it. The, the Fruity Patootie would convince me to go back to Mud Hen. <laughs> And Three so out of five beers there. That's like, that's eh. a uh, so that's on a scale of I would never go to Mudhead again, and no. I would definitely go to Mudhead again. How do you guys feel? I would definitely go again because they have a very wide range of beers and a lot that we still haven't tried. The Fruity Patootie is a series of beers, 
that they do. So the one we happen to get with strawberry, they do, uh, like there was a peach one that I saw on their website. There was raspberry. There was a ridiculous number of them that, like, I would like to get more of that, you know? So there's gonna, there's plenty that I would want to try again. I'm going to drop one that's just basically a massive hint. Um, I didn't get a crowler of it only because it was the summertime. <laughs> they had a mad porter that was delicious. I had a taster of it. Um, it was really good, complex, just the right amount of, like, thick for porter, but not, like, oppressive. Um I think you guys could actually tolerate it, despite hating old engine oil. You know, God rest <laughs> your souls. Yeah, and my my problem really is that uh, I, I I don't like porters because I don't like chocolate, and uh, that's that's, that's the real like yeah. that's the real portion for me. But I do like chocolate beers. I remember we had one uh, St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Um, um, but I, yeah, so I think that we should take another trip down there. That could be on our. On our trip with Kate May because it's fifteen minutes away, if even that. So we can we can do make this happen. Um, let's move on to the wrap up for this though. Let's move on to some ratings for this Baker's Double that we've been sitting here drinking. Faith, let's start with you because you've been quiet for the last ten minutes. Yeah, because you guys were talking about beers that I haven't had a, the opportunity to drink yet. Um, so for this Baker's Throwing Double, throwing that shade. We'll change that. <laughs> I'll honestly give it like a uh, a four point two zero on the core or on the core, okay. Um, and then onto the icky, uh, just because of the high ABV, I'm gonna say it's not extremely crushable, um, but it's definitely you know crushable taste wise. It goes down easy. I just you know wouldn't want to drink too many of them. I'd probably <laughs> be dead after two. Uh, two crawlers, I mean, not two, like, 12-ouncers. <laughs> um, two crawlers. Well, listen, we've seen you dead after two crawlers. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, a 4.20 on the core and maybe a 6.9 on the icky. What? That's that's higher on the icky than I expected. Do, do we need an FU <clears throat> scale on, like, crushable, but you'll die? Deadly? <laughs> no more scales. <laughs> Brian, Brian, let's do you since you've heard a lot of me and Christian's notes. I'm, so. just, I'm just surprised nobody, you know, called on or said anything about me rating this beer for 2069. Nice. We were just kind of letting it happen, I'm hoping somebody else picked yeah, it up like later. Someone else would like be listening to the That's podcast and just like, just, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Thanks, okay, Fitz. so cut out me saying that. <laughs> but maybe before that, you think I edit already, this? Like, looked at the radio and like, nice. All right, Brian, moving to your ratings. Um, I think it's super citrusy, but I enjoy that. Um, 8.7 ABV is one of those beers where I don't think that you get that. 8.5. It looks like a 7 on the can, but it's a 5. Right, so listen, I double checked the, the information. That is the worst 5 I've ever fucking seen. I double checked the information on the, on the website. so That's a motherfucking 7. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I think that it's it, at an 8.5 or an 8.7, um, I feel like it hides it. Yeah, a lot, which is something I look for personally. Um, I know that there's a lot of IPA guys who like really just want to like have like one beer and they're feeling good. Um, but I really look for you know something where like it hides the ABV and then like you know I can drink a few throughout the day and I think that it has a real nice citrus note, but it doesn't overpower it. Uh, I I really really enjoy that. Um, I'd probably give it a four point five on the regular scale. And honestly, I'd probably give it a 7.5 on the icky. Jesus. 
The ickies are much higher than I'm expecting, for, considering the fact that this is an eight and a half alcohol percentage. <coughs> Christian, let's move on to yours. Since you're the man with a notebook, and I'm I'm a little you know in the dark here. So I have down. What kind of double did you call it? You called it a something double, not just an IPA double. It's the Baker's it's a double, double, whatever IPA. makes you Baker's love me more. Double. It's it's the Baker's Dippa. That's the name of the beer, Dippa. So double India Pale Ale, to be specific. I didn't hear that and put down a Baltic double because of like the <laughs> slightly salty taste in the back end. You're Baltic. Um, a bunch of Mud Hen beers do have a slight salt taste in the back end, which maybe I that's don't a, mind. Maybe that's, that's a salt air. Yeah, I think it's just from the air. Um, but anyway, I put it down um, at a core of 3.8, which isn't that bad for me. No? I'm pretty choosy. I mean, 3.8 out of 5 is pretty solid. I think I've only rated one thing 5.0, and that's old a engine oil. <laughs> which everyone hates. You rated um, it 5 just so that it didn't completely tank. Yeah, it's... it's um, pretty high in the ABV, so the Icky is a 5.8. Definitely right. could not drink more than like two of these in a sitting. <laughs> yeah. It, it would it would be rough. I mean, I can, I, can, I can feel it in my head a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, like, if I had one, I would crush it. Like, and I would go for another, and then I would crush it. I mean, we've all gone and back for at least a out. second taste. We have all gone back for at least another one because we all enjoyed, like, other than the Fruity Patootie, Christian, I think this is the one that we've enjoyed, you and I specifically, yeah. the most. I'll put in the time. Yeah. Um, it's definitely so, delicious. It's just um, on my side of this, I don't think I would go back for a second taste. <laughs> but I also think that that's because I don't think I could stand up. So, uh, continue. So, on to mine, I guess I'll, I'll do the ratings to wrap up here. Um on a core, core score, shit. Um, core score. I'm going a four. It's a strong beer. It's 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 right where I want it to be. For the style of beer, it's it's on the fucking mark. I don't I don't know if you get better with a double IPA other than that fucking Han shot first. I just want to still inter- pressuring them to bring that back. By the way, I just want to interject there because I think that I align very much with Ryan on that. That. Um, it is like a very, it, it is a strong beer in my eyes. I understand that there's a bunch of IPAs that are like 9.8 or whatever. I mean strong in terms of. It's, it's strong and it's potent in terms well. of its flavor. And I think that, you know, the ABV for me is up in the high end. Um, I understand that it's different you're for a other people. Bitch. And uh, correct. <laughs> anyway. Um, I am bitch, as fire. you said. I am bitch. Uh, for for an icky, I think I'm gonna go with a six, oh. which is shocking, but I could drink the hell out of this beer. I'm sorry, um, I did I did not mean to cut you off before your icky. I well, apologize. You know, that's why I'm just gonna just cut through your speaking. Just take a little step, step. That is the international crushability index. Yeah, I'm as for for a beer that's this this high on the ABV. We all rated it pretty high on the crushability. Um, I'm not surprised though because it's a great beer. It's really, really, really well done. This is a really strong showing from them. Which makes me excited to go back at some point. Um, it's definitely a uh, let's target them again and go back and visit and kind of when stuff. we don't have to wear masks and we can just <laughs> yeah. crush these and all of us can sit in there at a nice table and have some have some flights of beer. We can try everything they have to offer. I'm looking forward to it. And if anyone's worried about you know finding them on Instagram or Facebook or stuff, we will follow them on all of our social we do. media stuff. We already do. 
we were so we were tweeting the with them a couple easy. weeks ago, so it's uh it's fairly easy to find them. Let me just look it up for for posterity's sake. Their Twitter handle is MudHenBrew. I think their Instagram is exactly the same. Oh, look at that. Brian flipped the can around. It's right the fuck there. Um, that looks like a Tumblr logo. <laughs> Facebook is MudHenBrew. I'm assuming that's Twitter, which is also MudHenBrew. And Instagram is MudHenBrew. It's nice and easy to remember. And if you see a can that looks like Hogwarts, you're probably in the right place. That's true. Uh, Mud Hen Brewing Company is named after the first passenger train in Wildwood, so... It does have to do with a train. It's probably a train that landed on Platform 9 and 3 quarters. Um, it's reflective of its industrial roots, innovative and opportunistic, like the hardworking people that traveled to Five Mile Island to seek out a greater living. So that's that's the gist of that. There's a lot more words on this can, but I'm not going to read them all. I will let you read them for yourself. So uh, I think that the table here can agree. Visit Mud Hen Brewing if you're in Wildwood. Absolutely. Or if you're anywhere close to Wildwood, New Jersey, it's a worthwhile trip. We had a lot of fun. You definitely got to give it a chance if yeah. you're anywhere in the vicinity. Um, but I think that's it for this episode. Right? Anybody have anything else they got to say? Uh, I'm going to try and start this off. I'm Brian. <laughs> that's the wrong podcast. I'm, I'm AJ. Right. Oh, shit. I'm sober. I'm Fitz. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, that's going to do it for us here. Uh, you know, we'll do our usual spiel, spiel, uh, wear your masks so we can get back to visiting breweries and having a normal time, wash your hands, do all that fun stuff, carry some hand sanitizer, uh, and drink responsibly. Don't be like these three fucking idiots that I'm sitting here with. Hey, listen, we were responsible. We called Fitz to give us a ride earlier. So no, you called to tell me that you'd be there in 20 minutes after I'd already been waiting 20 minutes. And okay, so I decided to go pick okay, you guys up. Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us. Have a great, great, great rest of your weekend. And, and stay let's thirsty. go Flyers. Ah, stay thirsty. <laughs>